Good morning, and welcome to my podcast on Simple Faith. Today's Friday. It's a day when many of us, because we work Monday through Friday, we look forward to the weekend. And yet lately, because of quarantines and lockdowns and everything else, uh, we've not been able to do a whole lot on the weekend except stay at home. And I'm wondering, how are you? How are you feeling? I was talking with a friend of mine a little earlier this week, and he was mentioning that some of the people in his church are beginning to feel discouraged. And we talked and we prayed and we looked at some scripture about discouragement. And my hope is that you're not getting discouraged. But if you are, can I tell you that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever? And that the God who loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son into this world to die for you and I still desires an intimate relationship with each one of us, a personal relationship. And this is where simple faith comes in. Because simple faith is a faith that merely walks with God on a daily basis. Today, in our walk with the Lord, I want us to look at the Gospel of John and chapter 1. One of the things that you'll notice about John's Gospel is that it begins in much the same way in which the book of Genesis, chapter 1, and the first verse begins. Genesis 1.1 says, In the beginning, God. John says, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word is capitalized, and the Word, it says, was with God, which shows an intimacy between the Father and the Son. He was with God in the beginning. Verse 3 says, Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made, that has been made. This is in regard to uh, creation and the original creation. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Do you realize today that light and darkness cannot coexist? I'm reminded when I think of that fact uh, of a time when I was in Virginia and uh, went into a particular cavern. I can't remember which one it was, but uh, uh, they had caverns in the area. And so I thought, well, I want to check it out and see what it's all about. And this particular cavern, they take you down into the, into the depth of the, of the earth or into the depth of the cavern, and they take you on a tour and they show you the stalactites and the magnites and the uh, termites and everything else kind of mites and we were down there and uh, traveling through this cavern which was well lit with uh, uh, lights all over the place and at one point um, they stopped us as a group and uh, 
they turned off the lights because they wanted to show us what our utter darkness was like. And the darkness was so dark that you could not see your hand in front of your face. And it was freaky. And uh, I thought, I've never seen such darkness before. But do you know that the moment that they turned the lights back on, the darkness disappeared. That also reminds me of a story that I'd read about Albert Einstein when he was in college and a professor in his class was mocking God and saying that there was no such thing as, as God and, and uh, uh, was challenging his students uh, and mocking those like Einstein who had had a faith with the Lord and and so Einstein began to challenge him back, and in one of the arguments that he gave, he asked the professor, he said, Professor, can I ask you a question? He said, Sure. He says, Is there such a thing as darkness? And the professor said, Well, yes, there's darkness. And Einstein said, No, you're wrong. Darkness is simply an absence of light. And so as we look in John's gospel, it says the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. How can darkness understand light? It can't. And that's the way it is with many who don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. They're living lives in darkness. They don't have light. And when you and I begin to bring light into their lives, they don't understand it. And it confuses them. And it also reveals to them the darkness in which they're living and they don't like it. Verse 6 says, There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. Now, this is John the Baptist, not John the Apostle who's writing this gospel. And John came, verse 7 says, as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. Now here I highlighted a couple of key words. One of them was the word all. It says, so that through him, all men might believe. All men, meaning all of mankind, might believe. He himself, John, was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. And the next verse says that the true light, meaning Christ Jesus, who was about to make his appearance and begin his ministry. But he says the true light that gives light to every man, that relates to all of humanity. Every man was coming into the world. Verse 10, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. 
he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all, again, small words matter, yet to all. I underlined it, I highlighted it. To all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, not of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. One of the things that you'll discover as you uh, read through God's uh, or through John's gospel is that God sent his only begotten son into the world to die for you and I, as I said earlier. But it also says that we must be born again. In other words, we must not only be physically born, but we must be spiritually born. And John is saying here that the light of God, in other words, the word Jesus Christ, came into the world and has come into the world so that you and I might become children of God. What a blessing. What a promise that you and I have that through God and the provisions that he's made for us that we can have life and have it more abundant. What are my takeaways from the first 13 verses? Is that God has come so that every man has an opportunity to experience a relationship with him. No person is out of God's reach. Therefore, it is of importance. It is crucial. It is vital. Whatever word that you want to fit in there, that you and I spread his word to anyone and everyone. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for those who are listening to this podcast. And for those who have not had an opportunity to listen, but may listen in the future, I pray, Lord, that you would bless them. Anoint them from your power on high. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, would you do me a favor and share this with others? Would you put it on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram so that maybe someone might hear, someone might believe, and someone might be encouraged. Until next time, may God richly bless you.